Hello, my friends, and welcome. You are listening to Soul Inspired Decisions, a podcast for ordinary moms living extraordinary lives. My intention with this podcast is to teach, motivate, and inspire by sharing stories, tools, and strategies to help you unlock your greatest fears, annoying habits, and old stories, and make a move towards the things that have been on your heart. If you have been a little lost or in a funk and want to reconnect with your purpose, your passion, and feel empowered again, then this is the best place for you to be hanging out. My name is Carrie Lickway, and I'm an ordinary mom making extraordinary decisions. This is me putting one foot in front of the other, moving towards my next goal, and hoping to inspire you along the way. Let's get started. Hello, Yvonne. How are you doing today? I am great, Carrie. I am so excited to be here with you. I can't wait for us to, to talk. Yes, this is exciting. This is, uh, we're both part of an event today. And I just wanted to jump on with as many people as I could connect with who feel they can relate to having a soul inspired moment in life. And I believe you can relate. So tell us about yourself. Well, I think, you know, I'm I'm old enough that uh, I grew up with the idea that there were certain things you were supposed to do. You know, you were supposed to get an education, you were supposed to get married, and you were supposed to have a career. But the world changed drastically. So the first, the first big thing I think that happened to me was my contract was not renewed after working 15 years, which is a euphemistic way of saying I got fired. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just really knocked the pins out of me. I mean, I really felt really unanchored because I was really invested in this job. I put lots into it, but it was probably one of the best things that ever happened because for the first time, and I was about 45 at that point, at the first time I had to really stop and go, what do I really want to do? I mean, I thought there would be more to life than this. What do I really want to do? And it was at a time when my kids were, you know, going to be a couple of years out from college. So I had time to play. Um, and it was the first time that I really thought about what I wanted versus what was expected of me as a responsible person. Um, and so kind of kind of went into um, adult education. Um, and then I went into workforce development and, you know, a whole bunch of other things and found out that one of the things that I was really good at was putting solving problems and setting up systems for companies. And it was really kind of very rewarding that I could do it very quickly. Right. So that I could do it kind of from an accelerated perspective. And even though I talk about accelerating your productivity and profit, you know, the, the real question is you need to know where you're headed before you accelerate stuff. Otherwise you're going really fast, but you could be going in the wrong direction. True. Yes. Right. And so that's why, you know, my big thing is the one small change in that the one small change is deciding really what you want to be remembered for. Right. So that that can be kind of your GPS in life. And it happened again, you know, that that moment happened again about two years ago where I, you know, I turned out I had a kidney stone, passed out, ended up in the hospital for five days. Oh. Um, and when I came to in the hospital, they were all in this, these, you know, hazmat suits because COVID had just started. I was like, I've been abducted. Oh, <laughs> you know, my God. Be so scary. I was, I was running a fever of 102, you know. And when I came out, the world had changed. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I was doing working with a lot of nonprofits who all of a sudden their funding was shut down. They couldn't, you know, yes. and suddenly I had to reinvent my business and myself. And so I was in a situation again, where I was like, what do I really want to do? That's the and question. That's where, <laughs> yeah. And, you know, or, or my question is who, you know, who do I want to be when I grow up? Mm -hmm. Right. But that's where the, where the one small change came into, because it was like, these things are going to happen. They're going to happen over and over again in, you know, big ways and small ways. And so, you know, I, I think that, you know, in the end, you want to be a person that you're proud of, that you want to be. You want to be in a business. You want to create a business that you love. You want to have a family, you know, or community, whatever that happens to be. Right. And so I think it's really important to say what's important to me and, and put it in your own terms. You know, the thing that's so interesting to me is we go through a journey for women. It's, you know, the, it's kind of like the maiden, the mother, the warrior, the crone or the medicine mm -hmm. woman or whatever. And, you know, my clients are not, are after, are typically after the mother. When I say people, you know, mother, not only kids and pets, but careers, you know, but when they pass that point, that's when I like to work with them. But Part of that work is the limiting beliefs that they have from childhood. Mm, yeah, okay. And when, it <laughs> and when it comes to making decisions, right, um, it's really important that we, we take a look at those because we, we are constantly, you know, we, we've got the urgent and we've got the important. Mm -hmm. And we tend to do the urgent. So we go back to our default whatever our default is at the moment that, you know, and so making decisions, part of it is not only just prioritizing, but learning how to know the new things that you need to bring in. And, and I always talk about change because um, this was like, one of the things that has happened when I, when I was 45, one of the things that happens is I lost 150 pounds after I lost that job. I, yeah. So, um, and so I learned a lot about myself and about change. I bet. Yeah. And, you know, we typically, we think, I'll, I'll ask you, when you think about change, do you think about new beginnings? Uh, a, a new journey is how I look at it. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, it's kind of what I say to people. It's not a new beginning. It's, it's you're, you're not starting all over again. You're continuing no. on. Right? right. But in order to do that, you have to make room for it. So you, a, a successful change actually starts with an ending or making room or reprioritizing. And, you know, so when I was losing weight, it was like, okay, I'm going to exercise. So I would get up the, you know, the first day and I would go exercise. I'd be exhausted. I'd be late for my client. I'd come in the next day and go, okay, I got to figure out how to do this better. Right. And so maybe I would put my clothes out, you know, and the next morning I would get up, but I would be really aching and I would be like, oh, you know, maybe I won't go as far as I did the day before. Cause I need to get back, you know? And so the bottom line was I needed to, to either push my clients back or go to bed earlier, one or the other, to make room for, for exercising. But in between the ending and the beginning is what I call the push-pull. You know, in the model, it's called the neutral zone. And it mm -hmm. is anything but neutral. Right. Because it's where you're questioning whether you're making a good decision. You know, why not keep doing it the way? I call it the push-pull. You're being pulled back to your default position while you're trying to push forward. Mm -hmm. And so one of my mantras is 
I must be making a great change because I've never been this miserable before. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. But that's where people quit. You're right. 100%. You know, and so when you are learning a new way to new priorities about making decisions, you have that too. I've always decided this way, or this is easier. This is what I'm familiar with. I'm not sure what's going to happen if I do it in a different way. Mm -hmm. Right. And, you know, taking a chance. I mean, one of the things that happened for me came out of the hospital was, you know, I was like, okay, I am really going to put a hundred percent into this. And, you know, a year from now, I'm either going to be like real doing the happy dance or I'm going to be living on the streets, one or the other. You know, it was kind of like, let's not, let's not do it halfway. Let's really, let's really do it. Right. Yeah. So So, how did you see, how did you come to, so you woke up, you knew you wanted to put a hundred percent into this journey. And then like you say, you had the journey, you had the goal and resistance comes up. So you made the little changes. So that's how you know you're moving towards your goal is because you make the shifts. You didn't make excuses. You thought, how do I push the clients or lay my clothes out? You had your goal is actually has never left you. You're looking at how to shift. Um, So how do you, how do you set yourself up? How did you get to the decision that that's 100% that you're going to do it? And those little gremlins or excuses that would pop up, how did you, how did you know that they were just that? Well, I think, I think part of it is, and, and this is, and I'm speaking as a woman because mm-hmm. I, I don't, I've never had a man's experience, <laughs> but I think as a woman, you know, for me, um, I came up during the time when, you know, women can do everything and you can do it all at once. That is such a farce. Mm-hmm. I mean, that just sets you up for failure. And, and so, you know, one of the hardest lessons I had to learn was I can do better with help. And so we all have blind spots, things that we don't know that we do. Um, And so it's really hard to, you know, so somebody else can help you with that, whether it is typically it's not family as much, only because they know you from before the change and they want you to stay that way. Um, One of the changes that I've just made now is because I have longevity and I have diabetes is I'm really working on having a more plant-based diet and my grown kids are going berserk, you know, because we're not having steak as much. We're not, I mean, it's just like making them nuts, right? Mm -hmm. Like when, you know, but, um, but when you have somebody else that has additional knowledge and someone who can help you modify that knowledge so that you can actually use it. I mean, you know, one of my, one of my models is make your learning last. So you learn something, you apply it. If you just listen to something and you never put it to work, you're, it's not going to do anything. The other next thing is, so it's learn, apply, share. So the sharing is either teaching somebody or just telling somebody about it because just the speaking about it helps you to clarify it and the way that you're using it. And then the last one is to what's going to trigger you to use this because when you're in the middle of something chaotic, you can't go, okay, 
what tool should I use? What tip should I, I mean, you know, you have to kind of, you know, and the other thing is if you can't remember it, you can't use it. I mean, I learned that when I was, when I was in corporate, I would go to a great training and go, this is fabulous. I didn't, you know, and then when I needed it, I didn't know what binder it was in. Yes, I agree. Right. Mm -hmm. So when you are sharing it with other people, they can say, okay, that's what you said last time. What's going to change or okay. What about this? Or, okay, have you tried this? You know, and so there's a give and take and you get a clarification about how committed you really are. You know, I mean, you can say I'm in a hundred percent, but I'm taking off two days. All right. Well, that may not be bad, but are you running away from a problem? Or are you really saying, okay, I'm going to, you know, I've set things in motion so I can do that. And I think that's 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 a big thing. I mean, there are people that have been where there are always going to be people ahead of you and there are going to be people behind you. And so as you're making the changes, you are a student to some who are like mentors to you, whether that's a program or a coach or a group or, a you know, I have an accountability group that, you know, we meet once a week and you know, bounce ideas off each other. I have a coach, actually I have two coaches right now, um, you know, but they can give you ideas and, and reflect back to you. You know, you may be saying one thing, but you're doing something else. You're right. Yes. Reflection is key and it can and be hard. It is. And, and the other thing I think is that sometimes, I mean, one of the things, wisdom is learning from other people's experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, you can say, I'm going to do this and, you know, go at it full, full bore, only to find out if you had talked to somebody, if you'd made one small change, it would have, it would have saved you a lot of, you know, a lot of trouble, or you would have gotten much better results. I mean, a really simple thing is when I first started out and in my opt-in forms, I didn't put telephone numbers, right? Because, you know. Because I didn't, which was a big mistake. So I've got a list of about, you know, I've got about 600 people on my list with no telephone numbers, right? <laughs> and and that can be, you know, really important if you want to do an individual outreach. Yeah. So So I think this is, I think probably the biggest thing is if you do something new, there's a really good chance that you're going to fail. But failure is not fatal. It's feedback. And that was a hard lesson for me to learn because of my upbringing was, you know, it was like people are watching you. So you can't, you know, you can't make mistakes. You can't. And so it was like I was wound really tight as a kid. And so learning to say failure is feedback was like just really important in order for me to make better decisions and try different things. Right. What would your advice be to someone who's super sensitive of feedback that, you know, you need the feedback, but you're a super sensitive soul? Um, I think part of it is knowing yourself. And that is how do you, how do you like, I mean, I had a coach who said to me once, how do you like to get bad, you know, negative feedback or constructive feedback? And I thought nobody ever asked me that before. Right. And for me, one of the best ways to do it is to say, what would you tell your coaching client if they were in this situation? Right. Sometimes, sometimes you, sometimes it's hard to hear, but you Mm -hmm. can read it. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes people need a different amount of time to process. It's like, 
I mean, one time somebody, I came and gave somebody an idea and they said, you know, I really like you, but you've thought about this for a really long time. And then you just opened a, you know, a fire hose on me. Yeah. I need, I need time to think about what you're thinking. That is very fair. Yes. Yes. You know, so, so feedback on how you like to get, how you like to get feedback, I think is really important. That's been a key in my growth is in all my nonprofit and working with the school division. It has always been, okay, what can I do better? And is you know, the thing is, is that if it's true, you feel it and you know it. And that's how you know you can start working on it as well Is okay, that is an area I do need to work on, improve on, and I'm going to do it because they see it and I know it. So let's do this. Um, but a lot of people don't like the the feedback and then don't take anything from it. Well, I think the other thing, again, is the blind spots. There are things there are things that you're doing well and you're not going to change. And those typically are spiritual things, you know, your religion, your vegetarian, your whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you go into a program that go, you need more protein, eat meat. And well, I'm a vegetarian. I'm not going to change that. Yeah. yeah. And to be OK with those decisions. And then there the on the other part of things that are not working. The things that I want to change and are not working or where you really are going to get your biggest bang for your buck and change and the blind spots where you don't even know you need to change, mm-hmm. which is the hardest. So so I will just say that um, if people go to productivitycoach.today, they will get my one small change mini course. It only takes about 20 minutes to go through it, but it, it goes through making sure you have your um you know, you're looking at your limiting beliefs, looking at your change, looking at setting that dust dead reckoning, that destination that you want to get to mm-hmm. as a place to start in terms of making decisions. Yeah, I think this is a great start to a, a great conversation that you've got on the go here. And Yvonne, what would your advice to someone be who's looking to make a transition or a big change in their life? Um. I would say give yourself some time to think about it, which does not mean you shouldn't take opportunities. But I think, again, if you say, what is it that I want to be remembered for? Mm, Um, Do you know? So when you take a look at that, it's like um, when when I was 45, it was kind of like I, I wanted to help adults learn how to read because I had so much trouble when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Turns out I was really bad at it. (laughs) Um, but I was really good at teaching them a lot of other things. So things that, you know, you are passionate about, if you're going to spend the time and the energy, look for things that are going to make you happy. And, and I think the other thing to know is you can set a goal, but you can have a gap goal, something that's in between, you know, so that you can feel accomplished as you're moving Mm -hmm. along and be able to reevaluate and say, is this really what I thought it was going to be? Yeah. I agree 100% with that, the gap goal. Yes. Uh, that's This is such a great conversation. I could just carry on with you forever with this. You should do it again. Yeah. So 2023. This is great, ladies. So for all the listeners out there, uh, Yvonne, you know, her question is, what would you want to re- be remembered for? And that is very key in moving forward on whether it's career change, relationship, health, wealth, whatever you have on the go, please remember that there's so much help out there for you. And I mean, she's got two coaches and um, an accountability group. I have coaches as well. So for all the listeners out there who you think you can't do, you can do it alone. You actually, you really do need help and you can do it. You just may not do it as fast. So if you're looking for- 
for to to move forward and and check out her links it'll be in my my information and um if you want to be in, in contact with her and what she has to offer please check out all we have to say about her nothing but good things it's so nice to meet and talk oh can i just add one other yes. thing real fast i totally Eva. forgot um starting starting um shortly i am going to be doing a weekly free um yvonne's productivity hour and it's going to be a lab. And so if you sign up for my course, you'll get on the list and you'll get all the times and stuff for that. Oh, I like it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Okay, great. We'll get this up on um, iTunes and Spotify, wherever our listeners are, and make sure you check her out. Thank you so much, Yvonne. And thank we'll you. Talk to you soon. Thank you, friends, for being here today. I would love to know what you enjoyed and what you would like to hear more of. If you can take two minutes to share this episode with a friend, and most importantly, follow Soul Inspired Decisions on your favorite podcasting app and leave a five-star review, I would love to continue this journey with you. If you are an ordinary mom and have been inspired today, please share your takeaway by sending me a DM on Instagram at Inspired Coaching by Carrie. If you know you're meant for more and have just decided it's time to take action, you can head to inspiredbycarrie.com. I would love to work with you in making extraordinary decisions. Until next time, remember, you may think you are ordinary, but I know that you are truly extraordinary. Take care.